You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, thanks for joining me today. And uh, let me just say, in case you don't catch me tomorrow, I'm really fired up about the weekend ahead. We're heading into week two of our At The Movie series on all of our Eastside campuses, only on a campus. And I sure hope you can make it to a campus. If you're joining us online, we won't have At The Movies, but we will have a special series that I've done just for you. Well, these past few days, we've been learning from the Israelites in Exodus chapter 14 about a time when their backs are against the wall and they're being chased by Pharaoh and the Egyptians. And Moses says in verse 13, do not be afraid, stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. Moses is saying, hey, we're going to abandon the scared, sarcastic, worst case scenario plan for a better plan. And first, we're going to adopt a fear not mentality. And we're going to secondly stand firm. And finally, we're going to expect God's help. That's the new plan. This is what we're going to do. And can I just tell you from my own experience, this is a much better plan. This is a plan that will actually help you when your back's against the wall. And think about it. It comes right out of scripture. Fear not. Stand firm. Expect God's help. Now let's talk a little bit about what it means to fear not, to not be afraid. Some of you wonder, is that even possible to fear not when you're freaked out and your back's against the wall? I believe it is. I believe it's possible with the power of the Holy Spirit to tame the wild, irrational, fearful thoughts that flood into your mind. What does a brain surgeon, what does a heart surgeon do when something unexpected happens during a surgery? They don't freak out. They don't go, oops, they stay focused. Friends, we can learn to tame the wild, irrational, fearful thoughts we have in certain situations. The Apostle Paul says to a young leader named Timothy, he said, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or a spirit of freaking out, he says, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. You can have the self-discipline to not freak out. You can develop the ability to be in a fear-not position when you'd normally be in a freak-out position. Now, for me, this may not help everybody, but it helps me to write about my fears in a journal. And somehow, when I write about them, they don't seem as big, and it helps me process them, pray for them. And then I write out more rational thoughts, more faith-filled thoughts, more self-disciplined thoughts. That's something you can do. And then Moses says, stand firm. You know, before I came to Eastside uh, almost 14 years ago, I spent five years serving on the staff of a large church in Chicago area. I worked with some great people and it was a great church, but I was miserable in my job because it was just the wrong fit for me and, and my wiring, who God made me to be. And after a lot of prayer and counsel with friends about it, I genuinely felt God calling Barbara and me to do something different. Barbara was very supportive of the decision, but I resigned from there not knowing where we were going. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that, by the way, but I felt like God was calling us kind of to head into the desert until he showed us our new promised land, so to speak. I had faith that God was going to lead us, but honestly, I'd kind of painted our family into a corner, and I had more than a few moments of wondering, (laughs) What if I misread God on this one? What if no new ministry opportunities ever come my way again? How am I going to provide for Barbara 
and my kids. And there was a side of me that was going right down the list of fear, sarcasm, and some nights laying in bed imagining worst-case scenarios. And then I vividly remember one weekend shortly after making that decision, I I was a guest speaking at a church, and at the end of the message, they did a worship song that day by Matt Redman, a song I knew, a song I had sung many times. But the word spoke to me in a fresh way that day. The song says, yes, I can see a light that is coming for the heart that holds on. And there will be an end to these troubles. But until that day comes, still I will praise you. Still I will praise you. Oh, no, you never let go through the calm, through the storm. Oh, no, you never let go in every high and every low. Oh, no, you never let go, Lord. You never let go of me. And I'm telling you, while I sang that that day, I stood straight, I closed my eyes, I raised my voice and determined and declared, I'm standing firm, holding on to the God who will never let go of me. Because there's a light at the end of this tunnel, if I'll just hold on. And now, (laughs) it's just so clear to me what God's plan was, and I see how then later he led me to Eastside and the plan he had for our church and for a future of multiplied impact, but I couldn't see that then. All I could do was stand firm. Now, some of you are in a jam right now, and the best advice I could give you is to stand firm. If you did nothing more than to be a man of God right now or a woman of God right now, standing firm, firm in your convictions, firm in your faith, firm in your belief that God will never let go of you, that would position you for God to do something good. God, I pray right now for people who are wondering if there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I pray that their heart would hold on today. I pray that they would stand firm and that they would see the deliverance one day that only you could bring because today they stood in faith. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. It's an honor to have you join me each day. Catch you back here tomorrow.